Do you know how it feels to be discarded? I do. You see, I was married to someone for 10 years. And throughout those 10 years, I was physically abused. I was verbally abused. I was cheated on the entire time. One day, he said he wants to work on his family and make things right. And then next day, he has bought a house with his new girlfriend and he's still married to me. Now, if that's not a slap in the face, I don't know what else is. The thing is, I always knew that we were over. I always knew that it would end. I always knew that it wouldn't work out. I just didn't know when. And I stuck around because it was nice to have someone in my life. It was nice to say, my husband. People didn't know the pain and the hurt that I was going through. They didn't understand. You know, and let's start with the abuse. The first time he abused me physically, domestically, or domestic violence, he became upset because I didn't want to talk and I just went silent. And all I remember is being flung around and my face was stumped on. I remember a shoe coming down on my face. And I cried and he apologized. I love you. I love you. I won't do it again. Fast forward. I'm pregnant with our son. He punches me in the stomach because he doesn't want children, but he's with a woman who wants children. Fast forward, one day I asked his mom and dad for help. I called them and I said, he's hurting me and, and I'm being abused and can you please help me or something? And nothing now a little backstory I moved from one state to another state to be with this man so basically I came here without any family he has all of his family here he has a support system Yeah, I have family, but it's my children. I don't have anyone that can watch them for me. I don't have anyone that could 
you know, help me out a little bit so I can, you know, go out and do some things for myself. So I'm like in this bubble. It's like I live in this bubble and I want out of this bubble so bad. But I can't get out of the bubble because I can't. My children are old enough to be left home alone. So here I am in my 40s with children that are under the age of 11 going through a divorce and trying my damnness to finish school and earn a higher grade so that my GPA can either remain the same or go up while also trying to adopt a little boy that I have fallen in love with. a lot and it doesn't help that even if my family was around I can't depend on them to watch my kids because they are living their own lives so it's like it's just me it's just me I just have so much rage in me. And it's it's just rage because I don't know what to do. I went on Sitter City to try to find a babysitter. And everybody's like, oh, I can definitely work on the weekends. And I'm like, no, I need someone to work during the weekdays so I can go to the doctor. I need to go to doctor's appointments. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't do that. How am I supposed to get to the doctor and have these important exams done if I'm unable to find someone that can watch my children? Now, when I was a kid, my parents used to leave me in the house with my brother, not my brother, (laughs) with my sisters. All the time. I had two younger sons. And I did just fine. I didn't open the door for anybody or anything. But I don't feel comfortable doing that with my kids because just my luck, that'll be the day that someone decides that they want to call social services on me or something. It'll just be my luck. You know, I just, I don't, I don't want to be with him. I just hate constantly, like, replaying things in my head. Just things that hurt. And every everybody's like, oh, girl, you should, you know, get them for this and get them for that. 
You know, it's not even about getting him for this and getting him for that. You know, when you build a life with someone, no matter how um, tragic or whatever may have happened between us, we still we still built a life together. We built a house together. We have children together. And I know that he's no good for me or my kids, but it's still hurts because of all the time that was invested in this person and now I just feel so I feel so all alone and I feel and it's not I don't want to say I feel not not all alone I feel trapped because I can't do things anymore I can't go anywhere for self care I can't even I can't even go grocery shopping and a lot of it has to do with the pandemic I don't want my children to become sick we've already had COVID once I don't want to catch it again but I know that it's important I have to do things to keep my mind busy Because I think too much. I do. And I I try to clear my mind. I try. But it's like as soon as my mind is clear, I start thinking about, you know, I at one point I had, I had a really awesome job opportunity and I moved to Ohio. I was there for about 11 years. I'm originally from Ohio. And so I moved there to um, pursue this opportunity and um, I came back because he was being deployed. Hindsight, I should have stayed my buddy in Ohio. I should have just stayed. But I I decided to come back because I thought we were going to, you know, once again, work on our marriage. And, yeah, I I know it was not a happy marriage, but I was married to this guy who... (sighs) No matter... You know how vicious he was to me when he would poke me to the point of pain or punch me or slap me. I was, all I ever focused on was the good that I saw in him. That's what I focused on. And the day that I cried on the phone and he hung up on me, that was the day... I knew it was over. He didn't even care. He just hung up on me. And it's like, 
I don't know what he's going through. I don't know the pain. I don't know any of the anger that he feels. I don't know. But what I do know is what I feel. And I feel like I wasted a lot of my time. And I hate myself for it. I wasted so much time trying to be with someone who is never truly committed to me. The time we were together, he cheated with me. Every year there was at least three different females. Every year. It got so bad that I just stopped being intimate with him because I was so scared that I would catch something. You know, I I I started doubting myself and I would say things like, Oh, I'm just I'm not good enough for him and you know, this, that and the other. But then I realized that I'm actually too good for him. He wasn't ready for my love. The love that I have when I'm with someone and I love and I love hard. I love and love doesn't hurt and love doesn't poke you till you're in pain and love doesn't stump on your face. And love doesn't punch you in the stomach when you're pregnant with his child. Love comfort. Comforts and it feels good. It wraps in and engulfs you with it's like pink cotton candy. It's it's amazing. Love doesn't leave you and move into a whole new house <laughs> with their new girlfriend. Love doesn't do that. Love doesn't cheat on you with three plus different women every year. It's not love. That's pain. And the thing is, it wasn't me that was in pain. It was him. He was in pain. He was looking for something and and I just wasn't that. My greatest concern is my children because they've never seen me cry before and now they see me cry all the time and it's not the tears are of oh I'm finally going through with this divorce like it'll be over soon and you know 
I don't have to communicate with him because there's going to be a court order and there's no need for me to speak with him. That's those are the things I think of. I know that someday I will find the love of my life. And I know that he'll understand and he'll be the person that covers me in the pink cotton candy, soft, fluffy, sweet. And I know that me and my children will be okay with him. But until then, I know that I still have a lot of healing, a lot of unresolved things going on. And I know that I will get through this. I have good days and I have bad days, but I can honestly say that as time as time is going on i've i've had so many good days and a lot of it has to do with my kids when i look to them for the laughs and their stories i can get so caught up in them that i don't think or see or hear anything else but them They drive me, they give me the strength that I need, the strength to search for me, the new me. I'm not who I used to be. I've changed. And I like it. I like who I've become and I can't wait to see what happens to me a year from now. I can't wait to see the progress. I'm going to fight this and I'm going to win because the fight that I'm going through is internal. It's me. I'm tired of fighting myself. I'm tired of, oh, boo-hoo, woe is me. And then it's like, oh, I'm okay. Yeah, you're okay. Don't cry. I'm tired of that. I want to know that if I cry again, I'm crying because my one-year-old said his first true sentence or I'm crying because my son is playing in a school band and he sounds amazing. Or I'm crying because my daughter has finally sold her first cupcake from her cupcake bakery that she wants to have. Those are the tears I want 
to hold back. <laughs> I want to hold back tears of joy, not these tears of pain and anger and disappointment. I do want to say one more thing before I go. Throughout throughout the course of the marriage, I I kept quiet about the abuse. I didn't say anything. So a lot of times when I would black out on him or cuss him out, I would always look like the crazy one. Everybody thought I was crazy. Not knowing that I was behaving this way because I was in pain and I needed help and I needed to get help for myself. And so a lot of times like people would look at me and they would say, what the heck is wrong with her? Like, how are you staying with her? Not knowing that this man had just beat the crap out of me the other day. And I couldn't go to work because I had a black eye. It's amazing how the things that happen in your life, be it tragic or pleasant, can change everything change you, change your children, change your sister, brother, mother, father. It's just amazing how one event can affect so many people. What happened to me changed me. I became the victim, but not not to not to the people on the outside looking in. I saw myself as the victim, and holding on to that thought allowed me to become to continue to be victimized
I'm not the victim anymore. I am a mother. I am a woman. I am beautiful. I am a fighter. I'm going to keep fighting for me and for my kids. The hope is that one day I will shed my last tear for that victim. Sooner than later. Because I'm the only person that's keeping me from my own happiness. Because I've allowed all these things that have happened to me in the past. I'm just carrying it on my back. And every person that I meet, I can't even stand up straight. So how am I going to meet the person that I want for the rest of my life if I keep allowing these things to remain on my back? He doesn't deserve that. He should know about my past. But I shouldn't let that define me. Thank you so much for listening. I think I'm a, I want to try to do this more often because it feels good to get this off my chest. It feels great.